Good afternoon. I'm Daniel Guest, and welcome to the Imagine Golf Podcast, brought to you by Imagine Golf and PXG. You can go to our site, imaginegolf.com, and see all of our offerings that include our free golf drills, our practice plans, our golf ebooks and videos, or even a book a lesson with me, either in our state-of-the-art studio or virtually through our partner, golfliveapp.com. If you drop us your email, you can sign up for our free tips that go out each and every week, uh, again, by just simply dropping us your email. All right, pretty interesting subject uh, today. I, oh, listen, I think they're all interesting. I wouldn't be doing it, right? Um, but uh, real simple one today, man. If you want to improve your game with something as simple as this, um, I highly, highly recommend you, you pay attention for the next 10 minutes, man. But uh, clean versus dirty golf clubs, right? Does it make a difference, right? Uh, listen, I, I've been a proponent of clean golf clubs my entire life. I think that's just the OCD piece of me. Um, but um, it uh, it definitely makes a difference. And we're going to go through some numbers here. Uh, and it's kind of funny how things come full circle. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I have a 23-year-old a son who's a pretty good golfer unto himself. And, um, you know, my clubs are always spotless. My wife's always busting my chops so over 25-plus years. You know, I'll have them in the kitchen. I'll have them on the countertop. I'm, I'm cleaning them in the, in the laundry sink. You know, I'm buffing them in our, in our living room. Um, I'm shining them up. <laughs> she just, she can't stand it, right? I got my golf bag, you know, in the, in the formal dining room, you know, just, uh, just ridiculous, you know, when I, when I look back at it, but, um, Hey, that's me. My son, our son, uh, is just the opposite, right? He is, his clubs are filthy. I mean, filthy. Um, I remember when we first got him fitted for his first set of golf clubs, right? Now he, he played my, uh, my father-in-law's for a long time, played pretty well with him. Actually, it's funny. Um, but we got him, you know, spent, you know, well over a thousand dollars, probably $1,500 back then on a set of custom made golf clubs. And within a, a month's period, right? <laughs> one month, 30 days, they're filthy. I mean, filthy. You couldn't even barely see the grooves. Uh, he had half the, half of the, some of the fairways on, on, uh, on these clubs, man. So, um, it got so bad. I wouldn't even golf with him unless he cleaned his golf clubs. So it's kind of funny. And here he is today, you know, 23. And if I go down to Florida, when I go down to Florida to see him, I guarantee the next time I see him, his clubs will be filthy again. Now he's playing a ton, but it doesn't matter. You get the idea. So look, here's what we did. We took a pitching wedge and we took a seven iron, two clubs that most everyone likes, right? And probably two of the most used clubs in the bag other than the putter. And we, um, we played with them clean, right? Hit um, about 100 shots uh, with them clean. We hit about 100 shots with them dirty. And then we also introduced some moisture on both the clean and the dirty clubs. Um, we did that in our state-of-the-art studio right outside of Philadelphia. It's a Foresight um, GC Hawk, so it's definitely state-of-the-art. And uh, it gave us some incredible data, right? And um, it was, it was I, I, I don't want to say mind-boggling because I, I knew exactly what, what it was going to say when I went in it. Uh, or went into this, I mean, but at the end of the day, it really mind boggling in the sense that I didn't realize the difference was so significant. Um, so anyway, so let's go through um, some of the data. You know, when you think about it, before we get started in the data piece, when you think about it, if you look at a tour pro, right? Tour pros clean their clubs after every shot, right? Now that granted, they got a caddy doing it, right? But even when they're on the range by themselves, right? Rarely do you see them hit just shot after shot without looking down at the club and you know, either throwing it on a rag, throwing it on the side of their pant leg or uh, or on the bottom of their golf shoe or something. They rarely hit a dirty club. So 
I, you know, that, that's really all you need to know, right? That if it may, if it didn't make a difference, they certainly wouldn't waste the time there. Right. Um, but, um, it does make, it makes such a, a difference, right? The, the dirtier the club, the worse the shot is in every category with point paragraph without any exceptions whatsoever. Right. So again, we took our pitching wedge to start with, right? Um, we've hit the dirty club first. And like I said, we hit a hundred shots. After that, we took that same exact club, cleaned it up almost spotless, and hit another 100 shots. And here's overwhelmingly what the, what the, um, what the difference was. First of all, I got to tell you, the Dirty Club just felt better. Or, I mean, <laughs> didn't feel better. The Dirty Club just felt different. And again, I might be biased because when I'm looking down on it, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't even hit this thing. But I can tell you, it, it, it was more than just psychological. It definitely felt different. All right? Um, the distance was significantly off. Um, I don't want to say less because many times the ball went farther, but the dispersion um, and the distance and the, um, the, the degrees of difficult, or not degrees of difficult, the degrees of de- degradation between the two um, were more significant with the dirty club, meaning you know, it was not as a consistent um, strike. Um, the spin was way off. I mean, way off on a wedge, right? Sometimes some, you know, 7,000 RPMs off, right? Um, many of the balls, uh, and I'm a pretty good wedge player, many of the balls bounce forward instead of, I mean, like literally bounce like a lacrosse ball, <laughs> big bang, big bounce, man, um, off the green um, than, um, than the clean club. So, you know, distance was way off. The consistency of the shot was way off. The feel of the shot was way off. And the spin was way off, right? Uh, and, and here's why, right? The grooves on a, look, there are billions and billions of dollars spent on uh, technology in golf. I mean billions, right, over the last probably uh, 20 years, right? So the grooves on a club are highly engineered anymore, right? They're not just, you know, just uh, cut with a, with a laser or just cut with, you know, a, a mold, if you would. Um, they are um, highly, highly um, technological in their uh, application on a club, and and different club manufacturers do their grooves a different way. I remember um, Cleveland getting in trouble for the infamous square grooves, right? Grooves that were um, just imparted too much spin on it, right? So a groove is designed in a golf club to really do two things. I, actually, really one thing, but um, it serves two purposes. It moves debris and moisture away from the face of the golf club, right? So it disperses that debris and moisture um, away from the hitting area. So when you just say that out loud, it just makes sense that a clean golf club, right, will be able to do that better. And really, at, at the at the end of the day, that that's really all this this uh, this experiment has really borne out or proved out, if you would, right. Um, and I know what you're saying. You know, for those of you that are dry climates, oh, you know, I don't, my clubs don't get wet, or you know. Uh, that they barely get dirty because it's so dry here. Everything just falls off the club. You know, that's just not true. Um, It doesn't matter where you're at in the country, where you're at in the world. um, Clubs get dirty and and moisture is everywhere. You play in the morning, you play after uh, the sprinklers or whatever, but there's plenty of times um, in a given round, in a given week, in a given month where you're playing um, with both and and probably significantly both. So um, let me show you what the data did, right? Um, A dry club, right? A dry club was 
3,000. This is the pitching wedge. The dry club had 3,000 more RPMs, right, than the wet club or the dirty club, I should say. 3,000, all right? On average, it is, has as high as 9,000 on certain shots. Now, that's, that seems like extreme. I get it. But, um, yeah, 3,000 was the, um, the average, right? And think about that, right? Uh, on, a, on a green, man, you need that ball to spin, right? So it, it just made all the difference in the world. The dispersion was 20% worse on a dirty ball than it was on a dry ball, right? Dry ball meaning a clean ball, a clean club, I should say, not dry. The dirty club was 20% worse than the clean club. I think I said that right. <laughs> I'm starting to lose my mind. All right. So on the seven iron, same exact thing. We took uh, 100 shots with a dirty seven iron. And by the way, of course, we're using PXG clubs, um, Gen 5s, not Gen 6s. I didn't want to dirty up the new Gen 6s. <laughs> so we use Gen, Gen 5 clubs um, and Sugar Daddy wedges, which are their top-of-the-line wedges, right? Um, the 7-iron was even more significantly, right? Um, I'm looking at the data right here, and the dirty grooves, right? Look, And by the way, on the 7-iron, we looked more at ball speed. On the wedges, I, I wasn't really that concerned with ball speed. But on the 7-iron, I am concerned with ball speed. When the grooves were dirty, the ball speed was 120 miles per hour for my shots. On the clean grooves, the ball speed was 127 miles per hour. All right? Same exact thing. Same everything. Right? 7 miles per hour more. The launch angles were significantly different. The launch angle on a dirty, dirty club was 18.1 over those 100 shots. On the clean grooves, it was only 15, right? The backspin on a dirty club was only 2,500 RPMs on average. And the backspin on the clean grooves was 5,300, almost 5,400. The height on the dirty grooves were tw was 24 yards, only 24 yards up. The clean grooves went significantly higher at 30 yards. And the descent angle would make sense, right? It's, it's not going up as high, right, uh, on the dirty groove, so it's less, was 36, and the clean grooves is 43. Here's the big difference, right? The carry distance on dirty grooves went 192 on average. This kind of blew my mind. On my clean grooves, the carry distance went 189, all right? So I hit it less, right, with a clean 7-iron, but my dispersion pattern was significantly tighter, right? I hit the green 80% of the time with the clean grooves, and I only hit the, the, um, the, uh, the green less than 69% of the time, right, with uh, dirty grooves. That's a huge difference, right? A huge difference. So I, I think, look, that's really all you need to know, right? If you clean your clubs, you're going to hit a straighter, more consistent, more consistent feel, more consistent flight, more consistent height, more consistent dispersion. Um, and you're not changing anything in your game. All you're doing is cleaning the grooves on your club. Now, I'm not even talking about sharpening your grooves. We could do a whole podcast 
on sharpening the grooves. You know, some of you guys out there have clubs that are 10, 15, 20 plus years old. If you don't think those grooves are worn down um, or significantly impacted by all those years and all those uh, shots, you're, you're out of your mind, right? But we're not even talking about sharpening roofs. We're just talking about cleaning them, right? A clean club produces a better experience and allows the technology that's inherent in every club, no matter what manufacturer you purchase, right? And it allows the technology or allows the club to perform as it was designed. End of story, right? There's no, there's no argument. There's no, you know, um, there's no, you know, possibility of that, that, that this study was incorrect. I mean, it's just, there's, there's no variables, right? It's just, it's that simple. Clean your clubs, okay? What I like to do personally, and, and this is kind of just, you know, inherent. Um, I think it was probably a coach, you know, of mine uh, back in the day. I always have a, a wet towel and a dry towel with me, right? Most clubs especially private clubs, allow you to uh, get a towel, just get it, wipe it down, take that with you, and you should always have a dry cl- uh, towel on your bag. Um, if that's not the case, then you know with the dry towel, then just take a section of it, pour some water over it um, at different holes, if you would, and just make sure that a piece of it is damp, all right? And that you're going to make sure that you clean your clubs after every shot. It's not that hard, right? It's, cer- it's certainly not that hard, right? So there you have it. Clean clubs versus uh, dirty clubs, all right? There is no more controversy, right? It's, uh, it's definitely been proven. I think there's, there's plenty of material out there, I'm sure, um, on the interweb as well that, uh, that will support this thesis, if you would. But um, I just wanted to put it to the test, all right? And, um, and sure enough, we did just that. So look, that's all I have today. Pretty simple podcast. Uh, I appreciate you listening. We're, we're well above the 100,000 downloads now. Um, we got some more advertisers that are going to be on the podcast as well, some special guests and some special um, announcements coming up. So keep listening if you would. Um, they're also uh, slated to come out now that every podcast or e- each podcast will be out Monday afternoon. So every Monday, look for a new, uh, another one. Please hit the follow button below. Um, listen, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out our site, imaginegolf.com, where you can see um, you know, everything I said before free ebooks. We, we just. Um, Updated the site with a lot of cool material. Um, our ebooks are are flying off the shelves, if you would. I, I often wonder if I should start char- charging for those things. That's how many of them get downloaded, but um, but they're pretty good. Um, and uh, you can follow us, of course, on all the social media channels that we're on them all, right? So here again, thanks again for listening. Here's to getting you the game you've always imagined.